Hey guys, welcome back to What Now, the podcast for college girls by college girls, covering all of the B's from booze to boys to breakups and trying to find the balance. I'm your host, Lex. Today I'm going to be tackling the tried and true, age old phrase uttered by women across college campuses daily. I can fix him, she said, as her life went up in smoke. So to do that, I've brought my good friend Nat on the podcast today to unpack some of her experiences trying and maybe failing to fix men she's dated and or hooked up with. Hey guys, um, thanks for having me Lex. Um, so as you know, I unfortunately have too much experience trying to fix boys, men, whatever you want to call them. But a little bit about me, I'm 21 years old. I'm also originally from Florida. I'm about to graduate from college, which is terrifying. And the only really thing you need to know about me is that I'm a Virgo. And if you, if you know, then you know, and Virgos love to fix people. (laughs) So my entire life is, is just a joke, basically. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I have a lot of experience in this field. But I'm happy to say that I am in a pretty happy relationship now. And things get better. So I'll preface that before I go into these stories. As someone who's also now in a happy relationship, I recently realized that you don't really know someone until you enter their space. So I hadn't ever visited my boyfriend or been around him in a space that wasn't like his parents' house or my house. And then going and visiting him at his college in his house, I was appalled. I was like, this man is a mess. I'm going to have to clean all these things. Like, And I just kept thinking to myself, I can fix him. I can fix him. I can fix him. (laughs) That's where this inspiration kind of comes from. No, I totally agree. The first time I went to my boyfriend's house, that was like when I found out that he was like in very into video games. Like we're talking the whole like microphone set up situation. And I was like, oh, and I hadn't gone to his house until we were five months into dating. So the level of like triggered that people get by like those video gaming headsets is absolutely like insane I have people that say that like I will not date someone with one and I'm like you won't know that they have it until it's too late I know I was like I mean yeah no I definitely probably would have said that like before my current boyfriend but like it's okay and now we both have Nintendo switches and we're gonna play Animal Crossing together so I guess like kind of a joke on me (laughs) you know college can either bring out the best in a person or the worst in a person and I've noticed that guys who, like, had moms who basically, like, took care of them their whole life, it definitely brings out the worst in them. Like, my last ex-boyfriend, his mom was, like, honestly psycho. And, like, I still kind of feel bad for him for it because, like, she literally wouldn't let him have his own bank account. He is that- in college. Oh, my God. <laughs> he and And on that note, he also, like, didn't have his own money. His parents just paid for everything. So, like... I think you can kind of tell where there's already a lot of issues here. And I just like, whatever, rose-colored glasses, like, did not think that these were red flags. Newsflash, they were they were big red flags. Like, I mean, it was like mommy issue after mommy issue. And like, the thing is, is like, you can't control the things that like you grew up with or things that like affected you, but you can definitely like choose how to deal with them. And, like, putting everything on your girlfriend to deal with is is not how you do it. Or, like, acting. Like, so my ex is, like, the same but a little bit different. So it's, like, he definitely didn't have – I mean, maybe he had his own bank account. But, like, 
it was constantly like texting his mom, Hey, can you send me $50 for this? Can you send me $20 for this? So it was like constantly constant communication regarding like, can you like wire me money? And then, but then it would be like, Oh no, everything's fine. Like they, nothing was ever wrong with their family. Nothing was, there was never conflict, never fighting. Everybody's just happy all the time. And like, you know, that that's not really how it is. And like, I feel like there's that too. Like, everybody acts like mommy and like daddy issues it's like you know like you have to have this like crazy like aggressive parent or like toxic parent but like literally like the smothering parent can make you weirder than the one who like is hard on you yeah his parents brought him groceries to to school like straight up like he didn't buy his own groceries they would drop off stuff for him and not even like stuff that he was like oh like they happened to be in the area they would just like pick out whatever at the store and drop it off for him and that would be that. I'm like, okay. I tried to tell him that was like not normal and he was like, it's a nice thing for them to do. I'm like, it's a nice thing to do once in a while. Like, I mean, if my parents live close by, I'm sure my mom would drop off stuff like occasionally for me and that's fine. But like, if you literally have like no independence over the own, like your own food in your own pantry, like that that's, that's red flag. <laughs> literally the amount of boys like because when I was with my ex like obviously like he had housemates the amount of parents that came walking into that house randomly with like insane amounts of groceries that these boys were hoarding in their rooms like soda and chips and like all of these like snacks I was like how like how is this even possible like I do all my own grocery shopping like I bargain shop like that was a big thing in my last relationship like we would go to the grocery store and I would be like, I'm going to buy the eggs that are $1.50. And he'd be like, no, I'm buying these like organic, blah, blah, blah. And they're like double the price. I'm like, I don't, I can't do that. I can't do this. Like I can't spend like double or triple just like for like name brand food. It was like a whole weird thing. It's just like, I don't, I don't know. I have like the exact opposite of smothering parents growing up and like, I mean, not that that's, like, ideal either, but, like, it definitely made me a super independent person, and so I think, like, the problem is I'll, like, come into these, like, relationships forever and meet these guys who are, like, not super independent, and I think that, like, I can fix them. I can, like, make them better because, like, I'm, like, honestly, I'm not a super, like, maternal person or anything. Like, I don't really know what possesses me to want to fix people because, like, I like to take care of people, but, like, it's not my like straight up priority or anything but it's like I'll come in and I'll be like yeah like they just need me like they just need me to fix them and then like everything's gonna be great and uh, spoiler it's it's not great they can't be fixed like we're probably very similar like we're like fiercely independent like we have our shit together and we're very motivated and we have all these goals and dreams and aspirations and we think that like I think men think it too I think men get into relationships with us and they see this person and they're like wow her shit is together. She's amazing. And they're like, maybe if I'm with her, all of a sudden, I'll turn into this amazing, like motivated person. But like, I can't give you motivation to like be a straight A student. I can't give you motivation to like, be an overachiever. Like that's you're either like that way or like, you're not like some being in a relationship with somebody that is like that, like, it can be inspiring, I guess. But in my experience, the only thing that ever happens is like, I'm a badass and I don't really have to try. And then like over time, my boyfriend starts to feel inferior and then like they get spooked and they leave. (laughs) 
oh my god the amount of men I've had to deal with who are just like feel like inferior and are constantly putting me like on this weird pedestal and like not that I don't want like praise or compliments or like anything like that but it becomes this weird like self-deprecating thing where they're just like you do all these amazing things and I am nothing and I'm like okay chill on me please like please like I don't know relax (laughs) please relax I'm great but I'm not that great it's just like I don't know and I I think like I've especially over the past year gotten like really good at being like hey no no we're like not going down that path of like this weird like sad thing where I'm supposed to like inspire you or make you feel better about like yourself in this weird way because like there was this guy I met over the summer and like I like we hit it off like we're we're talking like it felt like a movie kind of situation Mm -hmm. like we literally like met at this um basically like the equivalent of a summer camp but it was it was for my job and we stayed up on the last night talking till 4 a.m about like everything and then like within two weeks I stopped talking to him because he turned me into his therapist Mm. (laughs) oh my god I was like no we're not doing this today like and I tried to talk to him about because like you know people don't realize it like maybe like they're like oh shit my bad like didn't mean to do that by strip was like you keep dumping all your feelings on me and you won't even ask me about my day and he was like I am just confiding in you like a friend and I was like it's not how it works homie it's a two-way street for a friendship so like don't know what you want from me and so I don't talk to him anymore Oh, yeah, that's, like, I mean, I'm, like, so hyper aware of doing that because, like, my high school boyfriend would say, like, I'm not your therapist, but I was, like, okay, but you dump on me all the time, so, like, it's a two-way street, and, like, it's taken me so long to, like, stop apologizing to, like, my friends for, like, be, like, for, like, ranting to them or texting them because I start to, like, get nervous about that, but also, like, boys need therapy more than girls do, like, in my humble opinion, as, like, a psych major on a college campus, like, these boys, like, if they would just, like, go to therapy for, like, even just, like, six weeks, like, six sessions, like, just, you know, maybe talk about some of that childhood trauma, maybe talk about, like, some of those issues, like, they would just be so much more productive because, like, they would be able to, like, articulate their emotions better and, like, not project it onto other people. Seriously. And it's, like, I run, basically, I, like, this summer, I was, like, I'm done with men who, like, dump their feelings on me. Like, I can't do that anymore to myself because, like, I have my own lots of feelings to deal with and I don't need to deal with someone else's if it's not, like, in a healthy, like, normal manner of, like, venting. Like, if it's just straight up, like, here's all my life shit, I can't deal with that. But now it's, like, I'm, like, constantly worried about, like, the other side where people like won't share their emotions like my current boyfriend like sometimes like struggles with like sharing his feelings because like he's just never had to like do that really before because like you know men they're all like tough and they just deal with things (laughs) on their own and I'm like it's okay to talk about them those feelings it's okay so it's like there's such a spectrum and it's like I feel like why can't we find anyone who's just in the middle who's normal (laughs) Oh, for sure. I was telling I was telling my boyfriend about this like a couple days ago. I like called him and I was like, "Look, like I know that like things are fine and like we're in love now and like everything's great, but like I don't like 
know how you feel. Like, I was like, there's no way that you're just like fine all the time. And like, you're stressed out. I can see that, but I need you to like, talk to me about it. And he was like, I don't understand. Like, I don't think about my feelings. Like, I'm not constantly asking myself how I'm feeling. I'm like, okay, but maybe you should like, you know, check in with yourself, see how you're doing. Because I like had one ex who literally didn't know how to talk about his feelings. He would just be like, I'm anxious and start sobbing, like just crying. And I would just be like, what the fuck? And then I had another ex who like could articulate how he was feeling, but it was always like someone else's fault that he felt that way, which like, that's not holding yourself accountable because people can't make you feel anything. And so it's like, boys need to just like, take a minute, check in with themselves, process it. And like, try and articulate it just be like I feel this today and maybe this is why instead of like brooding and acting like they're like robots like that's my new favorite thing is to call my boyfriend a bot I'm like you're acting like a bot again like let's try and like be a human let's talk about our feelings and sit down here's your teddy bear yeah I mean I don't know it's just like it's frustrating because like I never, like, I don't know if it's just, like, the way a relationship becomes, like, so personal. Because, like, with my friends, like, yes, I give them advice. But I'm so easily able to just be, like, well, it's their own life. Like, if they want to mess it up, like, that's fine. And, like, I just can't do that, like, when I'm in a relationship. Like, I I mean, I've gotten better at it for sure. But, like, normally it's like oh my god I have to fix this problem like I I see the solution and like it's so clear but it's like the problem isn't even that the problem is like they don't want to listen to me and they won't implement the solution and I'm like well fine you're ruining your life but I'm gonna be sad about it now too (laughs) no that's so relatable it's like you're just like okay I need you to do this this and this and everything will be okay and they're like no no thank you And, like, they think that they – I just think that men, it's, like, okay. Like, we said, like, there are, like, a lot of them who, like, we think that we can fix. It's, like, the mommy issue, right? But it's, like, okay, you listen to your mother. Like, so I'm a female. Why will you not listen to me? Like, we clearly have some, like, next-level knowledge. Like, just trust me. We have some next-level knowledge. That's so funny. I always say to people that I literally can't think of a single man who, like, exists who didn't get by – without the help of a woman like even if like they don't even have a mom like you know there is a sister a girlfriend like a friend who is literally carrying their whole life for them because like some men are just so stupid and I'm like how did you make it this far I have to wonder I like I mean I definitely have always been saying that because like they there's like that quote that's like behind every great man is an even stronger woman but like I would say, like, like my high school ex, like, would not have gone to, like, he goes to watch you. Like, he would not have gone there if I wouldn't have pushed him to apply. And, like, my last boyfriend, he definitely, like, just rides the coattails of his sister and, like, just does whatever she does. And that's why he's found success because he literally just follows her model. And, like, wow. I never even considered that. Hmm. Men. And there's obviously a difference between, like, healthy help and like inspiring someone like there's a big difference but like when you're like basically dragging someone along for the ride like that's where the problem is because like there's a difference in like you know helping someone and just two people like growing as people and like being like hey maybe like you should do this instead and like very healthy good ways of coping versus like the whole like 
here's what you should do. And they'll be like, well, now I'm not doing it. (laughs) I think most men are insecure. Like in some way, like there's some insecurity. There's like every guy comes into it with like an insecurity, whether it's like their body image or like something, but they have such a hard time, like just saying it. Like, I know what my insecurities are. Like they go back to like middle school. I've identified them. I know how they like affect me, whatever. Like, but guys, I feel like don't know until you're like, Hey, are you having like a little bit of like a insecure day? For sure. I mean, pretty much any guy I've dated has severe body image issues. Like, like, all of them, like, in the past, like, would spend at least, like, once a day, like, telling me about, like, their workout plan or what they were or were not eating. And I'm like, bro, like, you realize this is, like, not normal. Like, it's okay to take care of yourself. But, like, some of the guys would fixate on their body. And, like, I, I mean, every girl, like, has insecurities with their body. Like, there's, like, no way of saying you don't because like I mean the society we live in today like that's a whole other rant but like I would feel more insecure about myself because of the way they're talking about themselves and then it would become this whole cycle of like well they are doing this so I should be doing that or like maybe because they think they're too fat I'm too fat and things like that and then it becomes this whole issue of me trying to fix them and like trying to also like help myself and it's because, like, they just won't identify that they're insecure about it because they just act like it's normal. And I'm like, not, no. I feel like everyone in our society, like, kind of how, like, everyone probably has, like, some mental health issue. Like, they have, everybody has a fucking eating disorder some way or another. And, like, I can't be with, like, that was a big thing with, like, my high school boyfriend. He had, like, major body dysmorphia, major, like, restricted eating. He would work out, like, if he didn't work out two hours a day, like, he would lose his mind. Like, it was really, it was really intense. And then he started, like, projecting it onto me, like, asking me if, like, you know, if I was going to work out. Like, I want you to work out. And it started to make me be like, okay, like, do you think that I'm fat? And that's why you want me to work out? And he'd be like, no, like, I just want you to do it with me, like, as a thing that we do together. And, like, it became this whole, like, thing. And it was a big part of us breaking up. But then that didn't happen in my last relationship because, like, he didn't really care about, like, health that much, (laughs) I guess. And then, like, now, like, when me and my now boyfriend started dating – he like I have like I have a very weird diet like I just am very particular about what I eat I eat very specific things and it's always the same and like I get nutrition whatever but he was like really concerned about like my nutrition like he thought I was like being malnourished and I like went off I was like I can't have you commenting about anything that I eat or any of my like workout plans or any of it like I was like I appreciate that you think that like working out is good for my mental health. And I appreciate that you think that like eating more fruits and vegetables would be helpful, but like we cannot have these conversations because like it makes me feel like you think that I'm fat and I know that like I'm not fat. So like we just got to stop it. One big thing I've had to learn in my fixing people days is setting boundaries. It's okay to be like, yo, you can't talk about that with me or you can't talk about it in like this manner or like you god you have to set boundaries or you'll drive yourself nuts boundaries are so important my mom when I first started dating my now boyfriend I called her one day it might have been after like the like body rant that I had and she was like you need to make a list 
of all of the things in your life that are like such hot button topics or like such thing like things that like you're passionate about or like that are not up for debate like for me like I like with like the border and like the kids like in the detainment centers and that type of stuff like I there's no room for debate with that for me like it's inhumane it's wrong the end and like there's things like that I think that everyone has like there's just like key issues that you're like do not I'm not gonna budge on this and like disclosing that to your significant others so they know how not to push your buttons especially I think like in the type of like political climate we're in and being in college where it's like we're all the most politically charged that we'll ever be like you have to kind of know where the boundaries are yeah that's actually a good idea to make like a list me these things will upset me (laughs) back (laughs) off (laughs) you ever dated a racist a racist yeah no honestly like no, not really. I'm pretty much only dated like relatively woke boys or anything like in the in the spectrum of that. I've had like weird like issues where like my ex-boyfriend, so he wanted to go to med school. Don't know if that's still true. And he was like he was like, I'm just a white boy, so like I don't get any special treatment. And I was like, um, do we have to get into like an affirmative action debate <laughs> about like why that's like important that like black people like get a little hand up here like so that was like the only like real thing and I still like remember that conversation to this day because it was so jarring because like before then like he had nothing he never said anything like problematic in that like realm of like race before so I was like hold up here I'm feeling some uh internalized racism (laughs) yeah I well I never dated like a real like outward racist but I realized recently, thanks to Charlotte, that I dated a white liberal. Um, oh, I didn't even know, like, what that was until she explained it to me. Because, like, I was like, I don't understand how somebody, like, can think it's, like, genuinely, like, can think it's okay to be like, I'm more Mexican than you because I'm from San Diego. Or, like, I don't understand black people's culture. I don't know what it means. Like, because you're white and you eat burritos that you're more Mexican <laughs> than me. Like, because you live close to the border. Like, what? How? I'm, I'm dead that's like like, it's like just honestly funny like I can't it's such a joke and like I just don't understand like boys for some reason think that like they don't have to be politically correct and I don't understand like what that is not that I need everyone to be politically correct all the time or like I'm offended by like everything but like no one no girl is ever gonna defend using the n-word but like guys will go to bat to like you know what i'm saying like to sing it in songs and like do that type of stuff i don't know why they're that way it was like so i went to like a pretty like privileged high school and they're like no one like pretty much after it became like not socially acceptable to say the r word like everyone like quit it like we were in like what elementary school and we learned like you shouldn't say that And then I came to college, and here everyone says it all the time. And I was like, did we, like, regress? Like, I think I'm missing something. And then, like, here is where I also learned that, like, people still say the N-word all the time. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, we're, like, at a very nice school. And it's like, I don't don't know where, where the translation was lost in all the past, like, 20 years of your life. That that's just not a thing you can do. Oh, for sure. I think that, like... I'm like appalled by that too because Michigan like when I came to Ann Arbor I was like oh my god like you know like weed is legal and like everybody's so like 
this is where like JFK gave like my favorite speech and like there's all these like things of like liberal identity so you would think that people would be like more self-aware but like they're just not and when you call them on their shit they get so offended and I'm like how like how do you think that it's okay like we've all established that like the r word is a bad word but the amount of boys even like my boyfriend now like he's the best and like he's worked with special he has like he had a down syndrome uncle who passed away last year and like he lived with him and he had run a special needs camp literally since he was like 10 years old he had been volunteering and he still volunteers with them so like 13 years working with special needs kids and he'll still use the r word and i'm like bro like we cannot like it you just can't it just makes you sound like uneducated like when you use words like that like when you say like oh that's gay like you just sound dumb like you don't know you don't have a different word to use like come on I just sometimes I think that men went through like a completely different education system than girls like I don't know like where like this like society lost us in this whole thing that like (laughs) men like because it's just like it's so different for men and women like what we learn and like you know all those societal differences and stuff but it's like there's things like that that I think should be like universal and I'm like I don't understand where like like do men think that they're tough because they say the n-word like you're white you're you're not tough I'm gonna break it to you right now yeah like what what is it and like is it like entitlement like we've like managed to make them feel like they're entitled to say whatever they want or like freedom of speech. Like they got really like hyped up about like that when we learned about the constitution. Like, I don't know. Freedom of speech. Oh God. Don't even, I think a lot of men love that one as an excuse to say whatever they want, whenever they want. And I'm like, it's still hurtful. It's still not the right thing to say just because you can say it. I just, I feel lucky that, like, I'm in a relationship with a guy who, like, if I say something, like, hey, like, maybe, like, don't do this, like, hurts my feelings, and, like, he doesn't mean to, like, he just, like, you know, they're not malicious about it, like, he'll actually, like, listen to me, and then, like, won't do it again, and I'm, like, oh, my God, is this what I was, like, supposed to be expecting my whole life, instead of, like, me just being, like, hey, you shouldn't do that, hey, you shouldn't do that, over and over again to, like, I basically lose my voice, like, it's weird oh yeah like if you literally like I don't know I'm really bad at that like I'm really bad at saying like hey you did this and it hurt my feelings I just kind of like when they do something that pisses me off I start to just like kind of act up and expect them (laughs) to figure it out and change their behavior and I learned recently that that does not work with men that you have to explicitly tell them like you did this, it made me feel this, and this is how you can do better next time. And then they get it. Like, they will, like, if they're a really good, genuine guy who actually cares about you, like, they get it. They're going to be like, okay, cool. I'm sorry. My bad. Let me be better. And, like, they do better. No, it's definitely the truth. Because, like, I mean, I'm not perfect about it. I also sometimes will, like, act up. But it's, like, a matter of just being, like, listen like this hurt my feelings it's not a big deal just like please don't do it again and like moving on and like yeah they'll listen sometimes as opposed to like me having to hold a drug intervention for this guy I was hooking up with and him just at the end of it being like I don't think I have a drug problem me being like "Ah," and then continuing to hook up with him after what's wrong with me 
oh that's like me and my high school ex when we got back together after I was at Michigan like he like we were taught like I was like freshman year and like we were talking whatever and like I started to get like drunk phone calls in the middle of the night and then like one time he went to New Orleans for like a 21st birthday and called me like totally coked out like had no idea where he was he was by himself like I had to like call an uber and then like he couldn't find it so i had to call that uber driver and like get the uber driver to like track him down. it was insane the amount that i went through and i was like i when i finally got home and was able to like go into his like house or like his apartment whatever like there was like xanax and like all this shit and i was just like what the fuck like nope can't do it like you can't once people are like to that point I feel like the only person that can help them is like themselves and as much as you can be like hey go to therapy and they can be like okay they're not like most of the time like they aren't gonna do it yeah like all you can like do in those situations like that are serious like that is like support them through it but it's up to them to like get the help they need because they need professional help because these are like serious issues that like yes like you can be supportive and yes you can help them through it but like you're not like an addiction specialist you're not like a therapist at the end of the day like you have to remind yourself of that because like that's how you end up in this like self like cycle of just like fixing men who don't like also half the time like won't help themselves like at all like I don't know like my last ex-boyfriend used to go to therapy and I was like oh good sign turns out he was lying to his therapist the whole time about his drinking problem because he came to me and he was like yeah, she said I'm not an alcoholic because I don't fit the DSM definition. I was like, um, I've looked at that definition. And I can knock off at least like seven of those bullet points. So you definitely fit it. And he was like, no, she says it doesn't. And I was like, ah, I see here. Definitely lying to your therapist. Or like there's like this thing, like it's not even a thing. Like there's guys who like they'll have like a mental health issue their girlfriend will be like I think you should go to therapy or like or like else we're gonna break up they either break they like sometimes they'll break up then like the guy will be like I'm in therapy and he's not in fucking therapy he's just saying that like he's so full of shit and like the girl obviously knows like you're not in fucking therapy nothing's changing your behavior is the exact same but like that is so bad like got like if any man is listening to this podcast this deep in, like, stop fucking doing that. Like, don't fucking lie about, like, getting help so that people get back together with you. Like, that's so fucked. Also, girls always know. Like, I don't know why men think they can get away with their lies and stuff. Girls always know. Also, you, no offense, you're not that smart enough to lie. Your lies have holes. Like, it's it's obvious. Anyone can see through them. So, like, just just give it up just be honest that you're fucked up and move on with your life yeah like you're fucked up you need help you're either gonna get help or you're not and if you're not then like let that girl go like the one thing I will give like I fucking I can't with like my ex-boyfriend but like I will say like he knew that like he was fucking depressed he knew that like I had my shit together but that like I was I was the type of person that would have derailed my entire life to like make sure he was okay and I think that's a big part of why we broke up because he didn't want me to like try and fix him and he knew that I had to like get so much accomplished this semester and like I hate him uh, with a lot of parts of my body but like 
I do appreciate that, like, he cared about me enough to, like, let me go and, like, let me live my life while, like, he worked on himself and got, like, in, like, the maturity aspect. Like, we couldn't grow together because I had already outgrown him. And so he needed to, like, grow up. Yeah, no, that's, like, definitely, like, an admirable thing to be, like, hey, like, this just is not working for either of us. And, like, we just gotta move on sucky for sure but like at least like be honest with yourself be honest with your significant other like gotta move on sometimes like if you let them go and they come back then it's meant to be or whatever the fuck it is I don't believe in that bullshit but whatever yeah I don't either I'm a big proponent of um like if you break up one time you should never get back together because like there's a reason it didn't work and like that reason isn't just gonna like go away I mean obviously like people go on like breaks but I feel like if you like if you break up like just don't get back together like or like you need to spend a significant amount of time like changing to get back together like years of like growth yeah no I agree like that's something I only realized like really recently was like a breakup happens for a reason like you literally reached your breaking point and there's usually not recovery from that like I like those stories where it's, like, someone met in high school and they broke up and then, like, year, like 20 years later they, like, get together because, like, 20 years is, like, enough time to be, like, almost completely different people and, like, to grow up and to realize what you want in a relationship. But, like, if you're, like, yeah, we broke up six months ago, but I love him so much so we're getting back together, I'm, like, uh, what? Yeah, like, it's just not gonna work and, like, No, because nobody can change that much in a short period of time. And, like, if you broke up, there's a reason. And that reason, like, it's not going to go away and it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. Fun fact. It takes at least six months to change a habit. And that's, like, if you're, like, adamantly changing your habit, like, every day. And so, like, I mean, that's why they say it takes, like, six months to get over a breakup. But, like, that does not mean a person can be brand new in six months. It means they can change probably, like, one or two things about themselves and maybe be better. But, uh, girls, heads up, he's not different. No, definitely not. And, like, you're, they're only – like, okay, like, just say, like, okay, you're like, oh, we broke up. Like, I'm going to wait six months and, like, check back in with him. Like, odds are he's not sitting there being like, okay, these are the things I need to do to change and get her back. Like, he's just fucking – dicking around playing fifa doing bong rips like he is not prioritizing like getting back together with you yeah no i definitely made that mistake with my last like ex um i was like you have to be sober for at least six months before we can even like be friends or consider like getting back together or anything and he was like okay like i'll talk to you in like blah 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 month it was like gonna be like this past fall and like of course like within a week he was like not sober and um, then he started dating a girl, like, two weeks after. You know, like, a week after he told me he wanted to get back together eventually. He started dating another girl, which is a whole other ballpark of issues. <laughs> um, feel sorry for her a little bit. She probably doesn't know what she got into, so Godspeed to her. Um, but, like, yeah, no, I definitely, like, learned my lesson with the whole, like, breaking up and getting back to everything like that's just not a thing you should do like it's just it's clearly not working for a reason if you can't work through your issues because okay no relationship is perfect everyone has issues every new relationship especially has issues because you're getting to know each other you're getting to know each other's like quirks and things that they like and don't like and like like what they want in a relationship but if you can't move past those things like that's the problem it's like 
if you move past them, great, easy, done, amazing, love it. We love to see it. But otherwise, you're just like stuck in this like eternal like hatred, and then you reach your breaking point, and it's not gonna be fixed later. Oh, yeah, because it builds resentment. That's, like, a big thing in relationships. Like, I know what I need. Like, I'm, like, a type of person, like, I really like to take pictures. And, like, I like to, like, really document my relationships. Like, because I like to have memories. Like, I'm big on, like, photographs and memories. And, like, my current boyfriend does not like his picture taken. He is not that way. He does not do social media. But, like, I do. And so, I like, we had to have, like, a conversation because I was, like, you know, all I have are these, like, really shitty off-guard pictures of you, and, like, you look, like, fucking miserable, or, like, (laughs) you just look like a fucking disheveled mess. I was, like, and I would like you to look, like, cute, and he's, like, that's not really my thing. I was, like, okay, but relationships are about compromise, so, like, we have to find a medium. Like, I'm not gonna make you take a picture with me every single day, but, like, if I am, like, okay, picture of the week, you have to be, like, okay, fine, and he was, like, okay, yeah, like, I can do that. Like, there's just, like, some form of compromise or else it builds resentment because, like, at first, when we, like, first started talking, like, and he told me that, like, he wasn't that type of person in a relationship where, like, he needs to take pictures all the time. Like, he just, like, whatever. I was just, like, in my head, I was, like, oh, fuck, okay, so I'll just, like, not do that. But then it started to irritate me that I didn't have pictures and, like, so then I was, like, okay, I can't just, like, let him control the entire relationship and, like, put my needs aside so that he can feel comfortable exactly like everyone has to get out of the comfort zone a little bit like it's just about like learning each other's needs and not like and they either like you can either make it work or you can't make it work like not everyone's compatible and you shouldn't try to like force something but if they're totally like yeah like of course we'll take a picture with you then like that's great like shows that they're actually like willing to listen to you and your feelings in the first place so that's, like, great foundation, like, down the road. But it's, like, if you're, like, hey, like, I don't like that you do this. And they're, like, well, I think you're overreacting and blah, 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 blah. And I'm, like, um, no, that's just, like, not how it works. Like, even if you think I'm overreacting, like, there's still, like, validity in that feeling. Like, where the origin of this, like, quote, overreacting is coming from. So maybe, like, talk to me about it. Like, at least if you don't understand why I feel the way I do, like, try to understand. Like, there's just like ways to like communicate and to like get everyone's needs met that like some like men and like some girls like don't even like realize like our part of relationship is like you have to like fight sometimes you have to like be upset sometimes to like get things to be like good no for sure I think that was a big thing I mean in my last relationship we never fought ever the only two times we had even something close to an argument like it was just him crying and me being like what is wrong like what can I do? Like, can you please just tell me what the problem is so I can try and like fix it? Like, if you need me to do something different, I need you to tell me that. And it was just like getting nowhere. And that was like the other thing. It was just like, okay, whatever. You're incapable of like having any sort of confrontation. That's fine. But like, because of that in my relationship now, I was like, at the anytime I was like okay like I'm ha- like I don't feel like super great because of like whatever we aren't communicating the way I want us to or like we're not connecting the way I want us to if like for any reason like my boyfriend's voice like would change or like I could see it moving towards like an argument I would just shut down and be like you know what it's fine it's cool we don't need to talk about it I'll figure it out whatever and it took 
me calling him the other day and having like a full on 40 minute conversation where like I was crying and he was like, I really did not know that like this was bothering you that much. Like I was so, so, cause he had been like telling me like, Oh Lex, are you upset? Are you being dramatic? And like, he didn't realize like how hurtful that was. Cause I was genuinely upset. And like, I don't know. It was like a really hard conversation and like, it was really uncomfortable for me, but like after the fact it made us like so much closer and like so much progress was made. Like, I've never felt better and like more secure. So it's like you kind of have to like move through the growing pains or something like things that matter are hard. So like do the work that's hard so that you can like reap the benefits later. Yeah, for sure. And that's like exactly how you find out like if you're just like trying to fix someone or if you're trying to like make your relationship stronger is based on like these conversations and like confrontations they're such hard conversations even if it's just like a little thing like I wish you would take photos of me which in like your mind is not a little thing but to him like it was like it's so like telling because immediately like they either get like defensive and that's like a big no-go is like oh my god I can't deal with like people who automatically get defensive like I don't want like an explanation necessarily for why you acted like I'm not looking for a defense like I'm just looking for an apology and like to move forward like what are we going to do differently next time oh for sure like men have a very difficult time saying sorry or if they don't then they use it like so loosely like I'm sorry and they just think that like I'm sorry means like it doesn't it didn't like I'm sorry just erases it which like I don't think is how it works like just because you apologize doesn't mean that like it didn't happen yeah no my ex-boyfriend used to say sorry for like everything like things that like like he would just say sorry all the time and I was like I don't even think you mean that you're sorry because you literally say it for like anything and everything that like is not like irrelevant like I don't even know and it's like oh it's like why can't again the spectrum of too many sorries not enough sorries like you gotta find the middle ground. You gotta find somewhere good. And there's a difference between apologizing and like acting like you're sorry. Like if you don't, if you say you're sorry but you don't change your behavior, then you aren't actually sorry because you're doing it again. Yes, exactly. Do you have one piece of advice for college girls listening who may have fallen in love with the potential and not the person, or continue to try and fix broken men? I would definitely just reiterate that it's like. If you confront someone and they're not, first off, immediately, like, apologetic because they're like, oh, my God, I hurt you. Like, that means, like, one, they don't care about you enough. They care about themselves and, like, like they care about their pride more than they care about you. And that's a big red flag. But second of all, like, if they don't change, like, don't give them a second chance. Like, they're not going to change again. Like, it's, like, that's, like, a habit that they're stuck in. And, like, you have to be vigilant between, like, oh, this is the first time we've faced this issue. And like, oh, this is the second, third, fourth, 10th time like this has happened. And like, run when it comes to that. Yeah, if it's a repeat issue, if they're a repeat offender, it's not gonna change. (laughs) It ain't it, sis. And I'm here to tell you it sucks, but they just really ain't it. Yeah, and I would think, I think that the biggest thing that I learned 
today was that you can't fix their mental health or their motivation. So if those are the problems that you're having in your relationship, that he's not motivated or he's just unstable, you can't fix that. That's like a him thing. And you either have to be like, hey, fix this or I'm leaving or you just need to bounce. Agree wholeheartedly. Hey guys, thanks for listening. As always, don't forget to subscribe on Spotify or Anchor, whichever platform you choose to listen on. Our song of the day is Fix You by Coldplay. And of course, just keep on vibing.